Hey everybody, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. I'm Dylan. And I'm Jan. On Trek to the Holodeck, we watch and rate every single Holodeck or Suite episode or movie of Star Trek ever. Why? Because we're going to rank them. Yes, we're going to rank them. Uh, but you might be asking yourself first, pump the brakes. If I've never seen Star Trek before and I'm just like a derp and I'm like, uh, what's a holodeck? Well, a holodeck is kind of like VR, but it's a room. And you walk into the room and then you can be like, computer, uh, take me to the beach. And then you're at the beach or take me to some planet um, and you can go anywhere. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, now let's let's uh let's push that gas a little bit and get going again. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we we rank our episodes on a a patented patent pending actually patent pending system that we created called the Drask system. That is drama. Nope, I say drama every time. We should add that in there. Nope, dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. Uh, and we were like we said earlier it's gonna be every single episode featuring a holodeck uh including like if somebody just like walks out of the holodeck is like i wouldn't go in there if i were you that's i mean that's how far we're going as long as we get to visually see the inside of the holodeck we're covering it (laughs) yeah so uh yeah what are we doing this week dylan we are watching <laughs> Deep Space Nine, season three, episode eight, and the title of it is Meridian. It came out uh, November 1994, the 14th of November. So hey Dylan. remember, remember hey Dylan. the 14th of November. Yeah, hey Dylan. Hey, yeah, hit that gas. Hit that gas. Hey. So everyone, hop on the back seat, and we're about to go on a. Trek to the, <laughs> the holiday! We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That was unhinged. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love how we're always we're extra punchy for the worst episodes that we watch. We, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. I hate. I hate. Okay, so last last two weeks we went over First Contact, which yeah. was directed by Jonathan Frakes, and that movie is great. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you haven't listened to it, listen to those episodes. This episode, Meridian, mm-hmm. also directed by Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> And well, let me tell you, you, you can't win them all. <laughs> you can't win them all. <laughs> I got to be honest with Jonathan Frakes. <sighs> he really is the most like vanilla director I may have ever seen besides like Ron Howard. He just makes like okay stuff. There's like he makes, nothing like, special. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Like it's not bad by any means. It's just like if we're looking for a guy to make a solid film, he's on that short list. Like Rob Howard's like, at the top. And uh, Jonathan Frakes is on there somewhere. Well, Frakes is like low, low floor, medium ceiling kind of guy. Yeah, like, absolutely. Or excuse me, high floor. Excuse me, high floor. Medium, yeah. Medium ceiling. Totally. Uh, yeah. Super, super reliable. Totally. And I, I don't blame this episode being a stinker on Jonathan. I blame it on the teleplay writer Mark Garrett O'Connell, uh, and a story by writers Hillary J. Bader and Evan Carlos Summers. That's that's what I that's who that's where I lay the blame. Yeah, I've never heard of those people. Me neither. I've never is this heard a of spec them. one. This must be a well, spec one. You know, they they wrote this episode <laughs> and they wrote like combined two or three other episodes. Uh, I mean, look, uh, it is tough to write a, a thing like this, right? It's not I mean, easy. this this yeah. premise is so difficult to work with. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this this episode is so boring, but this is probably the one of the best Star Trek premises I've seen, like, <laughs> like not what, what's not, the premise? Not the not the uh, love story premise that we're talking about, and not the creepy like deep fake storyline that I'm talking about. The, yeah, the, the premise of a, a a planet that they find that phases in and out of two different dimensions. One is corporeal, and one is non corporeal. 
and they're trying to cool. figure out how to keep this planet in the corporeal like uh dimension. Yeah. That's, that's a classic the C plot. Star Trek. Like that's the C plot. <laughs> that's like the background. Oh my Man. god. Um the music is by our friend Dennis McCarthy. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Uh and this was his return to Deep Space Nine after composing Star Trek Generations. Yeah, nice one. Uh, nice one. Some guest star shout outs. This one, this is one of my favorite guest star shout outs because I immediately recognized his face, but his couldn't voice. like pinpoint like who he was because I was like, that guy looks familiar. Jeffrey Combs plays yeah. Tyrion. And the reason I recognized him is because he's in Enterprise. He's one of the Andorians, which is also funny because they didn't, this wasn't like planned at all, but he, Tyrion orders Andorian ale from Quark. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you play an Andorian. That's later. good. <laughs> I, well, that's, that's because that's because you experience Star Trek non-linearly because of that temporal vortex. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're like, that's a good reference to the show that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> but he ended up playing, he ended up playing, this is like the first character he played of seven different yeah. characters on Star Trek. He was one of those people on Star Trek that got like multiple roles and you're like, sorry, dude, dude you're never going to be a captain. He's not gonna happen, but but, but he's honest, so he's, he's basically so close to a captain. Yeah, he is like the character, like superstar of Trek. Like he does so many great roles. I recognized him as a uh, Wei Yun, the the fucking uh, yeah. The, I also love yeah. that uh, the what the, uh, the Strand character because you've never watched Enterprise, right? No, 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 no I haven't. I, mean, I, I yeah, Strand is Strand. Like every time yeah. Strand's on screen, you're like. Fuck yeah, this guy rules. More Andorians <laughs> than Star Trek, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, great. I'm going to have to watch those then. Trans, that's, yeah, that's awesome. that, yeah. that character, ooh, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> that's so dope. Because um, they, they, he took Andorians from being like a stupid, like, oh, blue aliens with antenna to... Of the... Yeah, it's like, these guys are fucking cool as hell. Like, these have these guys have a culture, and they're like very specifically, they're like angry, it's like, but... It's the first yeah. time that I really was like, oh, yeah, like, there are people out there who hate Vulcans, and they hate Vulcans for a good reason, not just because, like, Vulcans are they assholes. Vulcans. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, them and Vulcans, like, are at, war, like, war together, basically. Andorian, yeah, he took Andorians and made them great. That's so exciting. I, uh, one more thing about Jeffrey Combs. I'm sorry, we're, we're spending a lot of time on it. It's but cool. If you look at Memory Alpha for Jeffrey Combs, because I was like, he plays like six or seven characters. So, that was my memory of it. Yeah. yeah. But te- they list every single iteration of Wei Yun as a different one. <laughs> oh, that's so, incredible. <laughs> so they're like 20 pictures, <laughs> and 12 of them are just different Wei Yuns, but they all basically <laughs> look the same. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Just say Wei Yun. Like, we know it's it's Wei Yun. Like, That's you know. awesome. Uh, oh, my God. But I love how Memory Alpha is like, nope, they're technically different. We are going to be the, <laughs> We're gonna get the, this. the nerd encyclopedia of record. Uh, we got uh, Brett Cullen as hot guy. Daryl. Daryl? I guess it could be Daryl. You know what? Let's call him Daryl. <laughs> Let's call him Daryl. He's very much Let's... a Daryl. Yeah, He's totally, totally a Daryl. Yeah. Totally a Daryl. <laughs> With the question of, do the spots go all the way down? Hey. <laughs> a this lady. episode is so hot. This is might are, be the horniest them, episode of Star Trek ever. Like, are them spots real <laughs> or fake? That's Daryl. I don't know. Are your are your spot real or fake? Mine's real. Like, <laughs> mine a real, ma'am. <laughs> What's your name? That's why I was asking you. Daryl. Dur- uh, Daryl, that's Daryl to you, Missy. Daryl, me, Daryl. My my conscious state friends call me Daryl. You can I'm, call me Daryl. I'm Darryl. only Daryl when we're uh, non-corporeal, but when I'm corporeal, <laughs> corporeal this is a Daryl body right here. This is a Daryl yeah. body. <laughs> Everybody's like looking at him like the 29 other people who live in this non-corporeal state thing hate him. Like, just that guy fucking sucks. Like, really, honestly, yeah. if he left, we would be fine with it. I love to think that Especially like- non-corporeal. Honestly, we were so happy when he was going to leave. We were so happy. <laughs> but then he decided to stay, damn it. Oh, my God. Uh, Leia Barrow. Uh, as the body double for Kira, oh. a- a.k.a. Kira's legs. Dude, 
I, let's not talk about it yet, but no, nope. this is a surprise. Uh, it's so awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because that's holodex. Guess, that's holodex. I guess let's get into let's, it. Let's party, uh, man. The show opens up with Kira getting some coffee out of the replicator. Rack and there's not Gina. a lot of talk about in this episode. So let me just say, as a coffee person, a person who spent a ton of money. I agree. It's like, it's such a damn shame that the, the the degree of complexity in coffee drinking in the future is just too hot hot drinkable yeah like that's 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 how custom your your beverages <laughs> yeah i would be the guy who goes to the replicator on the promenade and be like okay uh, i would i require a hario v60 uh <laughs> uh percolator thing i require temperature, a carafe temperature <laughs> of 203 <laughs> degrees <laughs> fahrenheit <laughs> but you'd be like really nervous about it so you'd get really close you'd be like uh uh, uh, uh temperature 103 degrees fahrenheit um just like, like a, a little goose, acidity in there please yeah, and some apricot yeah. some apricot hey, as yeah, well what are you doing? Uh, nothing just getting coffee hot like a coffee. normal person coffee hot way too hot <laughs> And then you but, spill it and open up like a lawsuit against the replicator company. Yeah. <laughs> Corks bar. Yeah. But uh, I will say uh, her answer to uh, to Odo being like, why don't you just ask for it temperature that you can drink it is very true uh, in my in my opinion. While it's not very customizable, uh, you do want it just a little bit too hot so that you yeah. can like savor the taste you know like and you don't want it to if i'm talking about quickly if i'm talking about diner coffee here which is a special type of coffee in my in my heart diner shitty diner coffee mm. you want mm. that to be just a bit too hot so you gotta yeah. sit there and wait for it for a second mm-hmm. what, what's your guys's what do you guys think of when you say diner coffee in terms of like location is i think like of denny's Fred. Well, I think Fred's? of Fred's because we Fred's, Fred's, denny's, go to Fred's a lot. anything yeah yeah honestly like denny like denny's that's shitty diner coffee. That's Fred's like is really like bad. diner coffee. Like yeah. I don't even recognize Fred's as it's, a franchise. We're, Fred's it's not. It's not a franchise. It's, it's in Los Feliz. Los Feliz. You've oh. probably been there. Have you ever been drinking in Los Feliz? Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, <laughs> like I've been to Fred's. Three a.m. Yeah. You wanted to go get like shitty, like yeah, but expensive. It's across from greasy, the, yeah, the, the post office. library and the area, yeah. Right? It's across yeah. from the post yeah. office. Yeah, that's okay. We, me and Darius, uh, have I, just been missing Fred's a lot because we used to go there a that's lot. That's fair. Oh, we, we should getting, go. I've been getting, it, it, I've been getting Fred's takeout like delivery. We've been getting delivery oh, have you? for Fred's. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, Shout out to I, Fred's I, if you live in LA. Go, go yeah, support them. Check out Fred's too. <laughs> I'm gonna do a, a Daryl shout out, and I'll say that yeah. when I think when I think of shitty diner coffee, waffle I house. think of Waffle House. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> I love Waffle House so much. Hey, I had never had Waffle House until I went on tour, and I, I will say it's pretty great. Like, yeah, oh, I feel like I'm missing out. I may never get to go to a Waffle House if COVID you never will. goes away. Don't don't <laughs> say that, buddy. I mean, yeah, the Southeast probably is going to be fighting COVID until the next century because they refuse to do anything <laughs> sensible about it. Um, Anyways, um, so it yeah. opens up with her getting coffee uh, and Odo uh, questioning her about her coffee. And then we get uh, this rich alien coming up and uh, basically hitting Tyron, hitting Tyron. on Kira. And Kira pulling the, uh, just give me a second, Odo. Uh, Be my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> I love how clueless Odo it. is it at the great. beginning. But then by the end, he is like yeah. really in. He's enjoying it quite a bit. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, because especially since they spent Odo like loves Kira. Every, yeah, yeah. Oh, he does. I will say that I I'm totally down for Odo loving Kira. It really weirds me out when they sex they try to make Odo be a sexual being. Yeah, it is because I just find it very unlikely that that is a part of like he kind of resents having to be humanoid in the first place, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Yeah, he's not a fan. And it just at first it weirds yeah. me out. Yeah, I mean, okay, but it it just never feels right to me. I feel like he's he's probably just asexual, and that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Star Trek could have been in the way that like Dax is way ahead of its time, or Bashir being most likely bisexual is way ahead of its time. Yeah, that like I feel Odo could have just been an asexual icon. Totally. Oh, he could have. They really, yeah. Yeah, they really bungled that one. But this was the early, late 90s, early 2000s, right? 
Everybody's yeah. got to fuck. Everyone's got to be fucking. Speaking of fuck. fucking, we go smash cut to <laughs> the Defiant. It's exploring oh. the Gamma Quadrant. They've, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a planet appears. I love this. This is classic Star Trek bullshit. Yeah. With the tropical paradise planet as well. Like, oh, hey, a planet. Let's the, check it you out. Mean the, the Pasadena, Sorry. California planet? <laughs> yes. A planet. It says, what planet is it, Captain? Uh, Pasadena, California. <laughs> At one point, I thought they were shooting on a golf course. <laughs> it looks like a golf course, yeah. Until they get to like the the lake when they go on that walk, and then the lake, I'm like, oh, this isn't a golf course, but <laughs> this place doesn't exist anymore, does it? Like we're Probably so not. far into climate change that this place doesn't exist anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, if you were to go to the Pasadena, oh god, what I wrote it down here because I love this shit. Uh, it's the Huntington Library Botanical Gardens oh, in Pasadena. Wait, that's oh. where that is. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that place. <laughs> well, you know, it only appears in California every 60 years. <laughs> I did. I, I I set up an event there once, and I was like, this place is fucking awesome, and I need to come back. And I haven't gone back yet, oh, and now shit. I can't. I'll never get to go back because of COVID. You never, but yeah. <laughs> that place is so awesome. That's where that is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I just love that. Whenever the majority of the time when they find a new planet, it's got hella chill people at first. And they're like, hey, come dine with us on our paradise planet. And it's like this tropical, <laughs> like weird like <laughs> paradise. The officers are always like, this is a cool place. I suspect nothing. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then somebody's like, oh, it, um, I just. They're lizards. Bummer, guys. They eat babies. Yeah. I just found this out. They eat babies. Like, that's every, that's a template for Starfleet episodes. Like, wait, you do what? It's like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's part of our culture. We just eat babies. That's yeah. what we do. And that would have been an amazing use of this amazing setup for a yeah. Star Trek episode. Instead, no. nothing bad happens. And no. it's just an episode where we watch Dax fall in love with a guy and want to like stay days. on this planet. In like Who's that two guy? Days. Daryl. That's Daryl. That guy's Daryl. Daryl debunkins. He doesn't I know you, he doesn't talk like that for anyone who, no. who believes yeah. that he doesn't. He's just he's a just, regular alien. Brett Cullen is this character actor. Like immediately when he showed up on screen, in the same way that you did with Jeffrey Combs, I was like, I know that face. That guy plays Republican senators in every TV show. <laughs> and he it's like that's that's his thing. That's his like sweet spot. He plays Republican senators and governors. So and, he and, definitely yeah. would have got COVID, is what you're telling me. I'm oh, just yeah. joking. This guy, <laughs> you know, you might want to cut this out. I'm gonna go ahead and drop it though. When this airs, I'm curious how many Republican top senators. Republican officials will have had COVID. God, what if what if Trump? No, I'm not even. Don't even. Say don't. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no. Don't I'm sorry. This, don't and if I'm this. if I'm if I'm cutting out a huge part of our audience here, I don't fucking care. But like, <laughs> if you like Star Trek in any way, and yeah. you identify with what the Trump Republican Party is right now, and you believe that shit, I don't what know what doing? you've been watching. I don't know what Star Trek you've been watching because that's what is it? they don't. They're not. They can't go hand in hand. They so don't, they're, they're not, not compatible. compatible. Sorry, they're not. <laughs> Um, anyway, one positive about this episode that I do like, yeah. and this is just Trek in general, <clears throat> is they're not afraid to talk about sex, even if it's weird. Like, they do episodes yeah. about relationships, even if they're bad and weird and, like, and shitty, where as opposed to, like, Star Wars or, like, other stuff, they're just like, they had a baby. And you're like, okay. <laughs> no, they had that's twins. A, yeah, sorry. They had twins. That's a really good... Thing to bring up dylan and i appreciate you doing that and finding that little nugget in here i did notice yeah when watching it i thought it was so cool that you know, obviously cisco and dax are bros that go way back the bros but bros. he's never annoyed or pissed off that dax is like you know she's getting her work done but she's also falling in love and he's like good cool. for her like that's cute like she's getting that d you know I like he's, he's, cisco he's to be my dad so bad he is like uh. We have like a me and me and Henry have like a best movie dads list. That's what we like to do. Cisco is that. on the best movie dads, even totally. though this is a TV show. He's <laughs> just such an incredible father, and I want him to be my dad or best friend, dad and best. Yeah, friend. Yeah, he, he's so good. He's my uh, best friend, dad. Best friend, dad. 
he's my best, best friend. Yeah, can dad. tell you that. They, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah he, he's great i love how with, with jake that time where they talk about like jake is like religious bullshit isn't it he's like but if you think about it if it weren't for religion the bajorans wouldn't have made it through the cardassian occupation so it's all relative buddy like, it's not harming it and it, it, you're just like wow man you really yeah. sucked the landing on that one that's good oh god <laughs> I just I in my notes I wrote down <clears throat> at least four times. Uh, this episode is super horny. This guy wants to fuck. This episode is <laughs> so really bad. super sexually charged. Like so much. This is the closest Star Trek will get to porn. I think. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch more Enterprise, buddy. <laughs> well, I so, guess Enterprise. So moving forward, we find out that these people are on a planet that is phasing in and out of two different dimensions, like I explained earlier. Awesome premise, awesome premise. And (laughs) they spend more time in the non-corporeal dimension than they do in this dimension. It's like, it's this dimension, they're starting to get, like, stay in this dimension less and less time. Um, And they're in the corporeal, non-corporeal dimension for 60 years, every single time. So it's been 60 years since this guy has had sex in the general (laughs) term of sex. So it makes that's total fair. sense that he's so yeah, horny. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, do you think I'm they all this, pop out? I'm surprised that thing? this whole population isn't horny. It's just fucking. Like, yeah. It's just like the fucking <laughs> Roman paintings of Dionysian yeah. orgies. These people are like, hey, really, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Cisco and Starfleet or whatever you are. But we gotta fuck. We have two days, or two weeks, or whatever it is. Like, I'm like, honestly surprised this didn't turn into one of those weird episodes of Star Trek where this alien race just wants to fuck everybody on <laughs> Deep Space Nine, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, like Bashir is a handsome guy. Cisco, I mean, like, yeah, because they also like we have the conversation where we find out that they can't reproduce because they're not yeah. here long enough to reproduce. Yeah, so you're I like, also- so this episode could have turned into them trying to like reproduce with people before they like go into uh the non-corporeal form so that they could just keep their civilization yeah. alive right like yeah I, I like to imagine that like the moment they popped into being or whatever they're they everyone just like immediately orgied and then and then <laughs> and then like and then ds9 was like hey uh what are you guys doing in there and they're all like they look up and they're like uh, first dinner God damn it, guys! We can't. Do, we we gotta talk to the HP. We gotta talk to these guys. Hey, first um, dinner. Not, they should they should have like a standardized memo that they send. It's like explaining the entire situation. It's like okay, all right. Oh, oh, oh um, cool. No, we'll leave you guys alone. Yeah, yeah. You guys do your thing. <laughs> Just a giant sock on the planet. They've got this mechanical thing outside of where it pops up, and it just goes. It's like that, that makes me think of like space balls. Like a yeah. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what references? I actually don't. I've seen it, but I don't remember that reference. Oh, uh, just when the balls. when the spaceship turns into the giant maid with like the giant yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that vacuum, vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner. I just yeah. imagine this like giant like sock hanging off the Socket. planet. Like <laughs> yeah. These are like the the floats by and is like sock. And somebody's like, what? What does that mean? Turn it around. (laughs) One thing they didn't go into here, which I was like, why why not? Was there's children in this colony. These children have been children for so long. They millennia probably. 60 years they are children without a body. And then they come back. How are they not fucked up? How are they not like mentally fucked up? They're just running around like children, like playing like normal children. They might be stuck as children, cause like oh, we, like a tuck everlasting thing. Yeah, kind of a weird comparison. Uh, I just watched uh, Let Me In, the remake of that uh, vampire movie, and yeah. it's about like a twelve year old girl who's a vampire, but she is still a twelve year old. Like she has the brain of a twelve year old, so these kids could still just have the brains of twelve year olds. So it's they're yeah, not like I, I guess, but the 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 adults have complete like consciousness while they're in non-corporeal form. So these kids definitely, even if they're just kids, th- at some point they would be asking their parents like, what's going why on? Why don't I grow up? Like, yeah, why, what, what, what is, is going this? What on? am I? <laughs> yeah. What if they were just way wiser? 
Like, do you think that they're children? Yeah. See, these are the questions that I asked during this episode. Could be posed. Because everything else was so boring about it. I'm just, (laughs) I'm imagining Jake facing off with one of these children and the children being like, you look fucking stupid. And Jake being like, dad, dad, I don't like these. These kids are freaking (laughs) me out. (laughs) Well, that's why Cisco always leaves Jake. Yeah, at home exactly now. especially since like i think it was totally. like the end of season two the last time they went on a field trip together they met the gem hadar oh He's just yeah like, i gotta get you <laughs> a sitter again. this does not work <laughs> oh god uh, what what was i thinking <laughs> wait isn't that when he takes him on he makes the boat they they make the like classic uh no, but that uh, episode is that's so That's a different great. one. I love that episode. That episode so good. Okay. I'm so that, sad there's not holiday content in that episode because that is I one of my that. favorite episodes of Star Trek. It's, it's just like, like how, yeah. Um, like how is this even possible? How, how does this thing work? Old cool. school, like, sailing <laughs> techniques in space is just like, yeah. mm. What a great <laughs> idea. Also, uh, meanwhile... On um, back on DS9, uh, oh, right, right, right. Jeffrey Combs' character is uh, petition. Basically, has paid Quark to give him a holodeck version of Kira so that he can have sex with her. That's basically what's happening. And, and, and Quark's like, I yeah. I think that's unethical, so the price goes up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And then Quark wants to keep the money, and he's like, you you get the money once you give it to me. So Quark yeah. sets up a few like. Tra- like traps to try to get Kira uh, scanned by the, the Hala suite. And one of them was getting Kira to come in and pretending that she was Quark's millionth customer <laughs> and giving her champagne, <laughs> basically some free betting tokens awesome. and a free hour on the Hala suite, which <laughs> she was just Love like, that's excuse. amazing because I've been meaning to get a gift for this ensign yeah. who loves the Hala suite. <laughs> And and like Cork should have predicted this because like she's on the record even in yeah. this episode as hating it. the Hollow Suite. Yeah, Cork should she have just said like it's only usable by you. Yeah, yeah. Like sorry, can't. it's attached to your bio signature. Yeah, you can't use but it anyways, with anyone else. He's being creepy about it, and then so later on we find him trying to take a hollow picture of Kira from across the promenade. <laughs> this seems actually pretty <laughs> funny, and I love how Cork doesn't see. Like he's zooming in and it's through the viewfinder <laughs> and Odo and Kira are talking and Odo keeps looking over his shoulder and he's like, what the fuck, what the fuck is Quark doing when he's pointing something at us? And every time I get in front of you, I hear him go eh, or like do something weird. He gets mad. And then they both look at him and he just doesn't. And they start well, walking right at Odo, Cause Quark like, is so, Quark is so like, focused on trying to get a picture of Kira that he's yeah. just not paying attention, <laughs> which I think was a good move. Like this is this it's funny. Yeah. Jonathan Frakes. Good job, good job. directing this, Great this job, yeah. scene. Cause like it was, it was funny. Um, but I, it also I begs really the question like, of why doesn't Cork just pay somebody else to take the picture? To do, to do this. He's yeah. got to yeah. know that it's going to be suspicious if Cork is doing this. <laughs> well, come on. We, we all know it's because of profit margin. Save money. Yeah. Like, if I pay somebody else, get Rob to do much. it. Yeah, he doesn't have to pay Rom. Yeah, I think Rom is still in his early stage of like nobodyness at this point. Yeah, Yeah. I think uh, speaking of like how well directed this comedic scene is, I there's a little bit that I love that they take their time with, and it's when Kira grabs the hollow scanner from Quark and is like, "If I catch you with this thing again, I'll I don't know who knows, right? Whatever that line is." And she throws it over her shoulder. Everybody is still. There's a beat. And then you hear it clang. You just hear the clang of the hollow scanner. And I just like, <laughs> I appreciate that. They just, they took like five seconds to have that little comedic beat. And, and then the scene ends, you know, like they could, she could have yeah. thrown it over and then they just walk away, but no, they took their time. Totally. Discovery would have had like nine different angles on it. Yeah. would have seen it in slow motion, hit the, the ground. Quark oh. would have had a tear go down his face. <laughs> Can I, I'm just reading some of this trivia, Jan, and I was wondering yeah. if I could read one of them because it's really yeah, incredible. Um, <clears throat> the writer, Hilary J. Bader, says, of all the stories I've done on Star Trek, Meridian is my least favorite. Ronald D. Moore claims, I don't think anyone likes the show. I don't think we liked the show. 
this one just went wrong. It never gelled. And the visual effects coordinator, Glenn Newfield, said, a classic case of making it up as we go, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that shows. I think that really shows. I think it's really clear. And I added, there's another bit of trivia here, because it's basically the same sentiment, but even more succinct. It's by the showrunner, Ira Stephen Bear. And he he pitched this episode as... Star Trek's Brigadoon, which is a musical where there's a Scottish village that appears every hundred years and then disappears. Yes. Yeah. And and upon reflection, he says, I am a moron. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is the stupidest idea. But the thing is, they just oh. tried to do it like one to one like Brigadoon. They should yeah. have taken the premise like you guys brought up yeah. and done a fucking dope Star Trek episode of like, what is psychologically is it like? To be in a non-corporal form for 60 years. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Instead, we just get uh, Dax wanting to fall in love and and a creepy guy wanting to own a hollow sweet program of Kira. It's so weird. And at first I thought that they were going to... Okay, so here's the thing. The first time we meet Daryl, uh, he's like, so this, you know, do the spots go all the way down? We've talked about that. And I thought that... Because I was so primed by the t- Tyrone storyline that they were just creepy dudes. Yeah. I was like, this guy's creepy. But, creepy. but Dax is she into loves it. it. Yeah. And I'm just like, she must be especially horny if she's yeah. going for this, this guy. He's guy. just being very aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she is just so into him. And I, I honestly, like, I don't think they have a lot of chemistry. They don't. Either. They yeah. don't have any chemistry. They are supposed like to believe that they love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Two days. And then they're like, let's spend 60 years together in non-corporeal form. Let's party. <laughs> it's like, why? Because he showed you how to eat this fruit that's native to this planet. Oh, that fruit was so sensual, too. That was uh, another was... one that I wrote down. This one's horny. <laughs> he feeds her fruit throughout this whole episode. And then yeah. there's that whole scene with them... Uh, at the Huntington uh, Botanical Gardens in Pasadena, Pasadena where, California, where he he picks up the berries out of the 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 water and then like feeds it to her and she's like, oh, it's so good. He's like, I knew you'd like it. And then she was like, how? <laughs> she didn't say how, but she basically was like, yeah. How do you know all you this? You barely about me? know me, but I was like, ah, oh, see another missed opportunity here where like they could have like he he could have been setting her up to wanting to like come. For yeah. some weird like horror reason yeah. or like creep right. reason or something. It's like it's hard to explain, but we gain a sort of insight at when we come back from our non-corporal states. <laughs> I'm able to feel your thoughts. In fact, I knew you were interested in me before we even spoke to each other. Like because and like, that could be. Yeah, because they can't uh, uh, reproduce right now. Th- this this society could have been trying to like just get people to come with them yeah right that so makes that they could, i like, think they've done an episode like up. that like they did hell, it could have been like a fucking midsummer thing right yeah, yeah. they've done an episode like that they've done like an episode that, like I, that I in they, every star trek that that's yeah. the thing though star trek just re- recycles episodes so that's true that berry thing though when i saw it i could have seen it wrong but it looked like he walked down to that lake and grabbed some disgusting ass like yep. sludge from the lake and brought it up and I was like no 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 don't eat what is that don't eat that don't eat that and then it's these like beautiful berries and I was like what the fuck where did he get <laughs> when you take it out of the water it, it the atmosphere changes yeah don't worry about it don't it's add, great. yeah don't it's worry good. about it it's good stuff it's good for you yeah it's great so yeah, um, so, and then uh, yeah. At the end of this, the end of this whole thing, uh, the, the something happened in the holodeck, which we'll talk about after we check the the archives. Something. But the end of this whole non corporeal love story thing was, Jadzia decides to stick around for the next sixty years and become uh, just consciousness with him because he she loves him that much. Apparently, they get her ready. She goes down the er, the planets. Oh well. Real quick, they figure yeah, out don't how rush to, through this. Yeah, they, they figure out how to keep the planet. Uh, yeah, but they don't have enough time to do it, so they're gonna have to wait another sixty years to get the planet till the planet comes back. Um, she, she decides to go for the sixty years because she wants to stick around, stay with him. She goes down to the planet. The planet starts to disappear, and it can't like phase out because her body just like is 
acting like an anchor, they say, and like stopping it from phasing. Which, which is weird because I feel like they worked it all out. They they, they they transported her through the buffer for six hours to make her pattern match yeah. barrels. They they checked all the math. It's like, yeah, yeah. Th- this should work. No problem. Like, I feel like there's something we missed. We definitely I feel like, like, yeah. I feel yeah. like what they missed was uh, at the end of the episode, they were making it up as they went along. And they're like, well, we're not going to get rid of Dax as a character. <laughs> so. so we need <laughs> to keep these things. I bet like the Trill would be pissed, too. It's like. What you took you took a symbiont off the market for sixty like that yeah. you're just <laughs> you're supposed to live your life and die do that and then the Dax goes to another person but nope now we have to like that's just one more that we have to like wait uh, yeah an extra s- <laughs> yeah the some some uh, some trills have done this before like they're yeah. they have this secret monitoring service that's like. Uh, sir, we uh, Jed Dax is trying to fucking go away for sixty years, and like, God damn it, another one, one left, you know, last week. God damn it, <laughs> this is a finite supply. Anyways, they tra- uh, they they quickly transport her back up, and the thing phases I just away. Wanna qu- I want to quote O'Brien. This is classic oh, Star Trek bullshit, and it is such. It made me mad how much of a star trek bullshit line it is because it you know stuff starts fucking up as the planet's phasing away and it's like what's going on and o'brien's like uh there's a singularity in the planet's quantum matrix it just feels like it's (laughs) what he's making it up a singularity that's a singularity is a black hole in the plant in the quantum matrix what what are you okay i like to think that that (laughs) go ahead don I like to think that O'Brien was like looking at the machine, was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And you Cisco's know what like, is. what's going on? He's like, um, there's a, there's a singular there's a singularity in the quantum quantum matrix. That's what it is. And he you know has no idea. You know, you know what if he actually knows exactly what it is? He's looking at the screen and it's like he forgot to like he buff or something. He totally fucked up. <laughs> He's like, it was O'Brien. Oh, shit. Fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, it's a singularity. <laughs> There's a singularity in the quantum matrix. And then you see the look on Cisco's face. And you see the look on uh, Bashir's they, they've face. They've heard it before. And they, both go like, they both go like, that's not a fucking thing. I don't want to get into this argument right now. So, yeah, okay. And then Bashir does the thing of like, hey, uh, go get her out of there. And if I was, if I was... <laughs> Cisco. If I was a Brian, I'd be like, you go get her out of there. You, you know how to work you... a fucking transporter buffer. <laughs> like... Every single one of us knows how to work this thing. <laughs> You're not doing anything. I'm fucking driving the ship. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Commander, like, this is your best friend, Commander Cisco. Maybe He's... you can get up and transport her off the planet. Also, yeah. another one of my favorite lines from this uh, was when they're saying goodbye and Dax looks at O'Brien and goes like, Maybe by the next time I see you, you'll have all the kinks worked out in the station. She doesn't say that, but she says it something along those lines. Yeah. Like, you'll have the station up and running correctly or something. And we were like, yeah. oh, man, you're so overworked, O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish O'Brien would have been like, maybe when you come back, you won't be a piece of shit. <laughs> Just, like- Just as he walks by, like... <laughs> oh, oh, man. Like, oh, all right. Fuck you yeah. very much. So it gets all fucked up, and they got to take her back, and then she's sad. And uh, Cisco's like, hey, man, sorry. And she's like, it's going to take 60 years to get over that guy that I knew for, like, a couple days. She's going to get over him quick. Yeah. No doubt. She, yeah. She's she's she trill, trill, quick. Trill's going to Next around. episode. <laughs> she was probably, from what it looked like, too, in this whole thing, I, every time I, like, saw her interacting with the guy, I was like, she feels like she's just more interested on like all the science and stuff behind this and not so much the love part of this. It seems like yeah. she wants to know what it's like to be a, a, a con like a consciousness being only and not have a body or like mm-hmm. just all this like classic Dax, yeah. like curiosity just, yeah. and not so yeah. much Dax love. Is a nerd. Yeah. She, I she likes people's minds. Yeah. For her character. She definitely from everything that I've seen from Dax, should have been like, uh, hey, dude, I just want to know how you zap back and forth. Like, it's like I've been in love stop. like 30 times. Yeah, don't look at me. This is weird. <laughs> Anyways, that's the episode. And I, we with did exception to a couple things in it, I would definitely say this is a, a Trek to the Holodeck certified snoozer. 
Big time snoozer. <laughs> I would God. say it's not a snoozer specifically because of the holodeck content. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that I'll say. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything else? Or you want to take a, take a quick peek at the uh, archives? Let's check the I just want to say, this is the first time I really noticed it, but and I've watched DS9 a ton. But just the Defiance transporter pad is real cute. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's just a little tiny little. It is. It's like the Defiant maybe, is cute. The, yeah. the whole Defiant is cute. <laughs> Tough little shit. <laughs> Tough little shit. Cool. Let's, uh, let's take a check. Uh, let's go check out the archives and then we'll get to the holodeck. Accessing Starfleet Archives, Deep Space Nine, The Promenade. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Gentlemen. Hey, oh, hey Lopec. Lopec. Hey, where doing? have you been? Yeah. Oh. You're always uh, late I to our lunches. Been... No, no, I, I apologize. I should have sent you a message. Jake, Cisco, and I, I am technically his babysitter when... Cisco, Commander Cisco, goes to the Gamma Quadrant. So, mm. I have been babysitting him. Why do you do the? Why do you? Why did you the, just the air quote? Well, yeah. Jake is a teenager, and we both have a sort of agreement uh, that I arrive. Commander Cisco says, "Be good," then leaves for the Gamma Quadrant, and then I just give mm. Jake permission to do whatever he wants, and I do whatever I want. We have a plan that, you know, if, if Commander Cisco asks us what we did, we just say, oh, we were playing Parisi Squares or, you know, Jake was studying and mm. or I was tutoring him. And, Cisco, and doesn't, it all, Cisco doesn't get pissed off that you're playing Parisi Squares with this kid. Isn't that a, it's a, little, a pretty dangerous game? Yeah, it is a dangerous game. Uh, however, I he was angry the first time. But I explained that he was going to be playing Parisi Squares regardless of whether or not I was going to play with him. Mm. So better to have a Vulcan there to supervise and help him not get injured. Yeah. Did, does he That's like... the same. It is a very the same chill excuse, job. Same excuse I gave my parents when I started drinking. You know, it's like, I'm going to be drinking anyways, so you might as well mm. just drink with me so that I'm safe. Tom, you, ha you do seem to be drinking a lot right now. Is yeah. there a reason for that? You're right. I had a romantic thing go south for me recently, but oh, no, oh, who yeah. was it? Uh, do we know know them? Uh, Are they on you, the ship? You remember? You remember that planet that was shifting in and out of different dimensions? Oh yes, I just read the report from that. The yeah. client just returned. Uh, that's why I was yeah. debriefing with. Yeah, why? That, what does that have to do with your? Oh, that? well, so I was a part of the the crew compliment that went on the defiant to go check out that that planet and oh. um, i went beamed down who on the crew did you fall in love with oh no i didn't fall in love with anyone on the crew so like what happened was uh i went down with cisco when we went down to the planet um mm -hmm. man there was the most beautiful beautiful woman there and like we kind of like talked a couple like i went up bumped in we, we bumped into each other on accident you know and like i said i was sorry and then we kind of had like locked eyes and had that moment where you you know you have with somebody when you both kind of like each other you have that like moment where you lock eyes with each other and then unfortunately we had to like beam back up because cisco was was done doing what he needed to do and and we had to figure out how to keep that planet back from like phasing back into the other mm. so like we didn't uh, get a chance to really t talk or anything but we hit it off for sure and then uh, wait, Tom, you only exchanged two sentences with this person? Yeah, it was yeah. love at first sight, you know. Tom, I hate to inter I hate to interrupt you, but Lo, does this sound exactly like Jedzia Dax's situation? Yeah, it, it well, it sounds extremely similar, except Jedzia seemed to actually legitimately spend a lot of time with the yeah. role. The we other would person. have spent a lot of time together. I actually beamed down to, uh, to ask her out on a date. Um, you know, you know when Jadzia said he she was gonna stick around and stay. Yes, I yeah. read that in the log. It was pretty yeah. sad. They had to say goodbye, and it was like a big deal. I beamed with down. To all of with, her friends. I beamed down right after her to go ask, to go ask you, out this this woman, and then I kind of got kind of got cold feet, so I just like 
you back up because I didn't want to. Wait, hold on. You we were just gonna... met. We just met. And I didn't want to spend sixty years with somebody I just met, and so I was like, I'll just ask her out when she comes back. Okay, so hold on. Uh, let me get this straight. You were gonna go onto that planet to ask her out and then get zapped away for 60 years and you weren't going to say goodbye to us? What? Well, it was a spur of the moment thing. It's not like I, 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 I wasn't, it was love at first sight, guys. Tom, I'm looking over the pad report of this and it seems to indicate, there's no indication that another person beamed down. Nobody knew I beamed Jadzia. down. I, I, it was a last, like I said, a last you, minute thing. So I beamed myself you, down. You do realize that they had only stabilized the equation to work with Jadzia's pattern, and yeah. they had to put her through the transporter for six hours to scramble her molecule. Did you do any of that? What? No. Of course I didn't do it. What? You realize that the reason, the whole reason this planet was not able to shift properly with Jadzia on it is because it was only calculated with her in mind. But how did the other people shift? The other people, because, oh. oh my, Tom. I'm shocked you're still on this Read the log. What? How did you get back? I beamed myself back up. I set it up so that I, I set it up so the transporter could, I just give the transporter the, the little, the beep and it sends me back up. You guys have never beamed yourself back up? No. You've never ah, set the transporter up? You've never set no. the transporter up like so that you could beam yourself back up because you're not, like someone's not there to beam you back? No, Tom. Okay, one, this is really messed up. You kind of ruined, if this is true, you completely ruined Jadzia's life and that other guy. I don't and think I one, ruined her life. I may have, she, like, I may have, like, stopped her from falling in love, but I didn't ruin her life. <sighs> Pert, what have you been doing? Um, last week. I've been making the. Like fun holodeck movies with everyone. What? <clears throat> what do you mean with everybody? Oh, with everyone. I just like I, you know, I make movies with like the crew and stuff. But how do you, you mean have... approximations of the crew, yeah. or what do you mean the crew? Oh, everyone on on Deep Space Nine. I just like pop them in there, and then like do like a close up, and like the bad guy's gonna get them, and then they shoot no, no, but, and have fights. But we're and stuff. At, but it's like an approximation, right? Because you don't have a. You don't have a hollow scan of everybody on the space station. That's not possible. No, yeah, I didn't I do. give you permission. To hey, but what? Yeah, I've, I've got everyone. How do you? How do you have hollow scans of everybody on the? Sh there are seven thousand people on the station. I have. I've got a lot of free time on this ship, man. I got like one shift a week. That's completely illegal and immoral. Oh, I don't do anything bad. It's not like I'm having. I'm not like doing. I'm not doing what Quark wanted to do with it. I'm doing like, I'm just doing like movie stuff. I want to be like a hollow novel writer, you know? So like I needed those scans. You know, Pert, that most hollow novel authors create their own characters. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm, I want to do like more of like a documentary thing. You know, I want to like really real situations. You know, you that know, reminds me of, do you guys remember when the doctor created that hollow novel the doctor from no voyager voyager that just disappeared the, the one a month that ago? disappeared yeah this it reminds Tom. me of, what i've no i've it, it ever sounds since we weird. went through that temporal disruption yeah, it sounds weird but i've gone through temporal yeah so I, I sometimes i have to remind myself that this is a future thing and i can't talk about it right now no no i think i do remember now you you've act you're re reminding my temporal no it's okay i can't believe thankfully anything. commander cisco gives me extra leave as payment for taking care of jake so i will spend the next six hours coping with the terror of the fact that we live through different Wait, temporal that's times. why you get four extra weeks out of the year of leave oh yes man that's awesome like i said it is a very Easy gig. You think a you talk Cisco into uh, having like us like help you? Like yeah, maybe we make it sound like Quark is. I mean, uh, Jake is hard to take care of, so yeah. we need three people. I, I will consider it. I oh. will pitch it. What about uh? We, you know what? We could babysit Rom's kid. He might give Dog? us some actual money. Yeah. Well, not that much. Rom doesn't have a lot of money. He doesn't. He's he's not very yeah, good. Yeah, he's right. 
acquisition. No, you're right. He's really nice. Have you guys ever had like a, I love a Rom. beer with Rom's him? A great yeah, guy. Rom's cool. Yes. Yeah. Rom is nice and chill. Anyways, I got a date later, so I'm going to go take a sonic shower. Who? What the fuck? Well, I haven't asked her out yeah. yet, but I'm going to ask her out later. So Okay, Tom. Okay, geez, it's not a date. I'm going to go uh, keep making movies. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys are starring in the next one, you and Kira, so look out for that when it hits theaters or holidays. Do you even have a Kira one? There's yeah, There's a yeah, man yeah. looking for a Kira scan. Yeah, I know. Cork asked me if I could sell it to him, but I was like, that's really immoral. You know, he wanted to use it for sex or some gross stuff, so I just don't cross those lines. I admire you, Pert. Holodeck content. Holodeck content. Right off the bat, I just want to say, a lot of drapes. A lot of drapes. A lot of sheer drapes. Sheer drapes. It was awesome. I got to say, this might be the best holodeck content we've come across. It, it made it made me think of have you guys seen the room the tommy Wiseau movie i yeah. just watched it a couple weeks ago oh yeah <laughs> wow. i don't know if if the sex scenes in that have a lot of they sheer do. drapes they got drapes. they do okay oh yeah because in my head i kept thinking like this curtains, is the room this curtains, is like this drapes. Curtains. <laughs> totally the room with less man butt that it's it is absolutely yeah we never um, get to the man butt basically what happens in the holodeck here a little bit of outside the holodeck stuff to set up the holodeck stuff. Quark ends up getting like uh, a hack basically to hack into like Starfleet, the hack into the mainframe of deep space nine to get Kira's uh, like to get her body like scanned, basically get to scan Kira yeah. and uh, Odo finds out about it because of course Odo is going to find out about it. I don't know why Quark thought, Odo wasn't gonna find out. Odo knows all. Yeah, uh, he's got and yeah. tells Kira about it, and then Kira and Odo's like, "You want me to go rest a little shit?" And Kira's like, "Hold on, let's play a prank." Like, yeah, let's, they kind of hardy boys, and it's fun. Let's fuck. <laughs> let's fuck with them here. That's all we find out, and then yeah. we see, uh, uh, we see Quark and Tiran, and Quark's like, "Tiran, I got you. I got you. What you want? We did it. Yeah, here it is. Like, head on in and enjoy yourself." And so Tiran is like excited and he's like, okay, great. And he walks in holiday curtains everywhere, sheer everywhere. And he's like, it's like also, I think there's a scene in midsummer too, where like she's going through all the laundry and that's kind of also what it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, but she's like, and he sees, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no go I was going to say, uh, so he's, he's getting, he's torn through 30 or whatever layers <laughs> of this curtain. And he finally sees a pair of, like fantastic 1990s legs, sexy, legs. very <laughs> extremely feminine. Yeah, and like he's like, yes, yes, fuck yes, 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 yeah. yes. And it like but pans up. Is the face is is oh. obscured by pillows, like laying yeah. on pillows, and the pillows are so soft that like the face is laying back into the pillows, it's and you can't so see good. the face. And it slowly pans up. Classic sexy shot. I'm imagining Frakes like smiling as he the classic Frakes smile like. You know, and he's yeah. it's like slowly panning up the legs. She's got the sexy nighty on, and then like she, she turns around, and it's fucking Quark's face, it's Quark's head. It's Quark's head on the body. <laughs> the the lifts the head up out of the pillows, and it's Quark. <laughs> and he Yo. says, "I've been waiting for you." <laughs> Armin Shimmerman's voice. I gotta say, this is um, ahead of its time meme. This is so good that uh, this episode, they somehow managed to take the worst of DS9 and the oh, best God. and yeah. put it into one episode. <laughs> it's awesome. It's really incredible. So then he gets all flustered and, and mad and runs out of the hall suite. So she gave me a weird boner. She <laughs> gave me a weird boner. <laughs> I was super pumped, and then you saw your face. <laughs> Made me feel weird. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 funny. It's a funny holodeck scene for sure. It, it, oh, in classic DS Nine Hollow Suite se- uh, scenes, sense yeah. it, it's only like forty seconds long. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Frakes directed this like a um, like a rate of. 
a female razor commercial. <laughs> it kind of has that lighting and that vibe to it. It's all leg. It's very shiny. I yeah. feel like they used the same set from the murder episode that we Probably. watched. A man alone. <laughs> yeah, because it has the those flowy things. The drapes. It's the same drapes. <laughs> well, they, they they spent so much money on the extras in that episode. They're like, we got to find a way to use these drapes again. <laughs> recoup the losses. I'm sorry. I can't get the image of my mind of Jeffrey Combs uh, kicking the door of the hollow suite open and just yelling, you gave me a weird boner. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone, everything stopping, the record screeching and being like, what? You, you oh, hear the Dabo wheel like slowly <laughs> <Yes>. stop. <laughs> Dabo. Like somebody saying, Dabo. Dabo. Shh. <laughs> and, then, and then Kira and Odo at that little window just being like, this is awesome. This is great. <laughs> this is and then, awesome. But he comes out of he comes out of Hall Street and he's like, Quark, I will ruin you. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know when, but I will ruin you. And Quark has no clue what just happened. He's like, Why? <laughs> then he sees a- Odo and Kira and he goes, Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm also I imagining saw- for some reason him as George Costanza. Because this feels like a very George Costanza moment where he walks out and just says, Weird boner. <laughs> like, like collect, puts his jacket on his arm. Yeah, yeah. Weird boner. <laughs> Got a weird one. Uh, I saw this great meme on Instagram uh, uh-huh. that of Quark, and it's like Quark at the end of every Deep Space Nine episode, and it I think it's from Tiger King. It's just like I will never financially recover from this. Yeah, like, I've seen that Quark. meme. <laughs> I'll never God. financially cut recover from this. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Uh, let's rate it. Let's, yeah, let's rate do it. it. Let's, let's do it. Let's rate it. So dialogue. There's one line. It's a winner, man. It's good. <laughs> well, that's yeah, more camp, good I guess. The dialogue's on its fine. W- on its one on it uh, yeah, I'll give it the dialogue itself is fine. It's and good. It's, it's three. A, it's it's a serviceable. Three. Three. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. One. One. The three. Sorry. My bad. Three. Oh, you could say one. No, that's not what I was thinking. I was going to give it a two. Two? Okay. Yeah. Romance. I mean, it's a romantic setting. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah, I, I want a bedroom with all those sheer drapes. Uh-huh. I yeah, mean, there's it's, it's romantic. And if he was open-minded, it could have been very romantic for him. Totally. It, to do you know what the twist would have been? A good twist for this would have been... Odo okay. and Kira are like, this is gonna be awesome. And then he comes out like an hour later and is like, Quark, you've outdone yourself. And Kira and Odo are like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, what? well, do we, do we, I never do thought we do I now? wanted a weird boner, but I definitely wanted I a definitely weird boner. I definitely wanted a weird boner. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three just because of the setting. Yeah, three because of the there. setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, action? Zero. Z- zero for me? Zero. Goose egg. Suspense. I think there's a little visual suspense there. You, who's who's visual who, storytelling? Who Some suspense. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. give it this a one because there's a little bit of suspense going on there. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a one as well. You know something's up. You mm-hmm. know what? You know something's happening because of of what mm-hmm. Kira and Oda had up their sleeves. I'm gonna give You're it hiding, a three. Hiding the head. Whoa. It's way higher oh. than you guys, but yeah. Woo. Because you right. know something's gonna happen. It's I mean, true. that's the definition of suspense. Uh, camp. It's actually extremely campy. This is a big five for me. It's a four I, I mean, for me. It doesn't get full marks because it's not super, like, there's not, it's not super long, um, but it's four. I'll say, yeah, for the curtains, the the silly head special effects that was probably kind of tricky to do. And the wink. The, Cork's the, wink. The wink. The wink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm giving it a four. This is a big Good five camp. for me. Uh, stakes. Zero. Not really. Zero yeah. stakes. For zero. Me. The safeties were probably on. No, the safeties were definitely off. You definitely know, on. <laughs> Sick of. Oh God. Uh, all right, computer, give us a final score. Calculating. One point nine four four. Hell yeah. Hell Towards yeah. the bottom. That's actually. I think we need bad. like a a special um special shout out section like a honorable mention list that we can put yeah. these gems like better better than expected yeah i, I gotta be honest this might be 
It's the best holodeck content I've seen so far. I think it's truly in, fantastic. Really? In terms of den- in terms of density? Just in terms of what happened. Just in terms of, I surprise? guess, yeah. In terms of surprise, maybe? It's just so good. This is the maybe the most memeable image in, in Trek. It's so funny. I think it's great. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. So this, this places it in a tie. Whoa. We have a full-on tie? I cannot believe there's a tie. I thought that our, our two decimal rests. points, two <laughs> decimal points, should have three not decimal given points. Us a tie, right? Like, three decimal points. We're going to three decimal points. Well, we're doing the tie. three decimal points on our list, but uh, whenever the the computer only ever ever, ever gives us two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, one point nine four four is tied with Blood Oath. One point nine four four. Yeah. So two DS nine episodes are tied. Awesome. I love it. Awesome. I love that we were able to get a tie. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I was expecting us to hit one eventually. Yeah, well, but we're hitting early? ties eventually because it's a limited amount. Like it's a one through five system, and we rarely ever give point fives or anything other than full numbers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So we never answered this because I actually never asked it because I thought it would be pretty obvious, but maybe not. Would you recommend to watch this episode for yes. the holiday? Yeah, yes, yes, one hundred percent. That's like a big yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess like what I would say is like listen, just watch you the feel free to skip yeah. a lot of scenes. Yeah. Skip just to minute forty skip, or whatever skip it is. To whatever <laughs> the holodeck scene is and just yeah. watch it. Mm-hmm. Or just go and and look at a picture of Quark's head on uh on sexy nineties body. body. Yeah. yeah. Leo Burroughs. Can legs. we um since we're c- can we get that as a, a Twitch thing? Can we get Quark turning as one of those little notifications or whatever, like on Twitch, oh. where it pops up and says, "Like, like we I've got a new subscriber." Yeah, I've been, dude, new subscriber thing. I've that's been great. <laughs> a new follow or something. Yeah, yes. that's great. Oh my god. Oh man, that's really funny. Uh, we, what should we do next week, fellas? That's a good question. I'd be down to do lower decks. That we could just do that latest episode of Lower Decks, or um. Badgie. Or the one before that, even. Yeah, I actually, I think Badgie would be a good one. I fucking love that one. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, I let's do wanna... let's do Badgie. That's that that works cool. for me. I think yeah. that one's gonna rank really highly. And then let's do uh, after that, we'll do a Voyager episode. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna watch some Voyager episodes. At this point, we have five Voyager episodes, eight TNG episodes, including the movie. Yeah. So we're actually nine. So we have a lot of TNG. Yeah. I mean, TNG is and, classic yeah. holodeck content. And five mm-hmm. DS9. Cool. One Lower Decks and one Enterprise. One animated series. Cool. So, yeah. Let's let's tip the scales a bit. So what episode is oh, yeah. it of Lower Decks? Yeah, it's season one, Terminal Provocations? Yes, Terminal. Episode six, I guess. Whoa, whoa. Season one, episode six. Episode six of Lower Decks. Go check it out. That's what we'll be doing next week. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah. me too. It's exciting. I'm excited. About um, that. cool. Well, thanks, thanks for listening to Trek to the Holodeck, everybody. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in on on uh, <coughs> Twitch if you're watching. That reminds me, follow us, uh, subscribe to Trek to the Holodeck on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there, so just subscribe to us, and it'll show up when we have a new episode. Yeah. Uh, like, like it. Uh, give us a rating, like a, a five star rating, if you want. If you really love it, or comment zero. about it. Yeah, or zero if you really want or you to. Don't like it. Uh, follow us on tw- on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Definitely on Instagram. Give us a follow on Twitch if you want to watch these episodes, and uh, come and join us on Discord. We talk about Trek. It's fun. Yeah, we're on all the Twitters. All of them. That dope intro and outro music was made by Bodyline. You can find them on Bandcamp. We're using with permission of the Midwest Collective. Yeah. Uh, the computer voice is provided by Verona Blue. Thanks, dude. And as always. We have to say, fuck Viacom CBS. I thought well, I was going to do, we should do it in like a, and the one, and the two, and, and two, the one, two, 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 three, three, four. Fuck, fuck Viacom, Viacom CBS. CBS. <laughs> Uh, but for real, leave us alone, Viacom CBS. This is a fan podcast. We're not trying to fuck with your shit. We pay for yeah. it, so relax. Yeah, we, we're yeah. paying. We're paying to watch it. We we want yeah. everybody to pay to watch Trek. 
Although it should be free. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's cool. You could track probably get it people. at the library. Track for the people. Track, track, for the hashtag people. track for the people. <laughs> <laughs> Start that hashtag going on Twitter so we can uh, try to get CBS to give us stuff for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did we miss anything? I think we got it all. I, that's it. That was a smooth sailing. That was awesome. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. The engine's off. And program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All hollow simulations have been terminated.